This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, podcasters, it's Friday. Great show. We let you speak today. Here it is. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program. President Trump and uh, and 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 possibly uh, others in the White House now going to be out of action for the next two weeks as they're in quarantine <sighs> because uh, it was announced early this morning, very early, like one o'clock this morning, that he and Melania have tested positive for COVID nineteen. The announcement came at uh, 12.54 a.m. tonight. Uh, Flotus and I tested positive for COVID-19. We'll begin our quarantine and recovery process immediately. We'll get through this together. Good, 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 <laughs> good. I mean, I mean, why not? You know, why not? Uh, if the, the president could use this to his advantage somewhat, if uh, he is like everybody else, I would, if I were the president, I would be doing uh, interviews with my butrinol and my hydroxychloroquine mm-hmm. and show how well I'm doing. I'm 74 and I'm doing fine. Yeah, they said they're both asymptomatic. Yeah. Uh, he said he expects uh, to continue carrying on his duties without disruption. Hmm. Hope that's true. Yeah, well, could we put him in a bubble and still get him on the plane and in front of crowds? Can we do that? Yeah, this is a critical home stretch oh of the campaign. Critical. You know what this reminded me of? The minute I heard it, the hurricane that hit New Jersey. Oh, yeah. And, uh, right, the, the Sandy and, the yeah. thing. And, Superstorm Sandy. Yep. Which wasn't, by the way, a hurricane. Everybody called it that. It wasn't one. Uh, but still, it screwed really things happened. up. It was like Mitt Romney did something. or yes. somebody well, Chris was, oh, Christie came out and said how great right. a job he Obama did. He went for a walk on the beach with Obama. Yep. And, and they that, talked about freshness. Right. Yes. Uh, yep. That's what I thought of this morning. Oh, really? Mm. Really? Thank you. <laughs> I wish I, I wish you hadn't thought of that. Yeah. That yeah. is a nightmare yeah. thought. My, well, my next thought was, oh, wow, we are going to get what we deserve. Wow. wow. There's uh, I guess we're out of uh, we're out of, you know, uh, chances. Yeah. Out of chances. Opportunities. Out of, out of Trump cards, if you will. <laughs> you can't say this one work. This uh, get out of jail free card. Did that one work. Nope. Mm. nope mm. uh now there is something else and i i honestly the media is it's weird it's almost like the president is dead you know <clears throat> this is a very serious okay no not not really most people are not having a problem with this um but uh they're they're almost declaring him dead at the same time they're gloating you notice that oh yeah yep Oh, they're they're having a hard time not celebrating because that's what they want to do. That's what CNN is basically doing is celebrating the fact that he's got COVID-19. They love this. This is 
This is the best thing that could happen to them. Because, the, you know, he hasn't worn the mask and they can use that against him and the hydroxychloroquine and all of that stuff uh, is going to come back to haunt him with this with the media. Now, the media is doing themselves yet another favor. They are airing a secret tape between a quote unquote friend of Melania uh, mm-hmm. and Melania Trump. This is one of the most disgusting things I've ever heard. This is somebody that was working a quote. I love this. A former friend of Mrs. Trump's. And she was recording their phone calls because she was secretly writing a book. So she recorded the phone calls and. uh, Uh. In the phone call that they have released, I'm going to play I'm going to play the phone call and then I'm going to let Anderson Cooper uh, go for a while as he hangs himself and the rest of the media on how they interpret it. Listen to this disgusting phone call. And I said that I'm working on Christmas, uh, planning for the Christmas. And they said, oh, what about the children? They were separated. Give me a break. Don't. Where, where they were saying anything when Obama did that? I know. Do, do, I cannot go. I I was trying to get the the kid reunited with the mom. I, I, I didn't have a chance. Needs to go through the process and through the law. Can you play the rest of it, please? So, what is she saying there? What what she's saying there? They're they're making it sound like she doesn't care about the kids. I was doing Christmas decorations, and who gives an F about Christmas decorations? They're trying to make that sound anti-Christian. That's not what she meant. Why is everyone focused on what I'm, how I'm decorating the White House? Who cares about all of that? Then they ask me about the children. Well, where were they then? They're hammering me on the Christmas decorations. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. They tear me apart. And this woman has the gall to console her and say, I know, I know. Well, you're just doing what you're supposed to do. You're doing a great job. Oh, my gosh. It's despicable. If you if you have the, the rest of that from I, I want it from CNN, if you have it. I thought I sent that in. Um, but see if you can get the one from CNN where Anderson Cooper is. <laughs> Anderson Cooper is like, wow, that's, uh, I mean, that's pretty anti. You want to talk about a war on Christmas? Oh, geez. Oh, my gosh. Uh, And he knows better than that. (laughs) All of these people know better than that. But they don't care because it's the Trumps and they hate their guts. Here's the rest of the tape. They say I'm I'm complicit. I'm the same like him. I support him. I don't say enough. I don't do enough. No. Where I am, I put the, I'm working like a, Ask my ass I know. Christmas stuff that, you know, who gives a f- about Christmas stuff and decoration, but I need to do it, right? Yeah, but Correct? 100%. You have and no then, choice. And, okay, and then I do it, and I say that I'm working on Christmas, uh, planning for the Christmas, and they said, oh, what about the children? They were separated. Give me a f- break. The, uh, where, where they were saying anything when Obama did that. I know. They, they, I cannot go. I I was trying to get the, the kid reunited with the mom. 
I, w- I they didn't have a chance. Needs to go through the process and through the law. But here's my thing. Hear what you listen, just said. Listen, but instead it. of that, if if you just your messaging, you you were so loved. You they were. will not do the story. We put it out. They would not do the story. I'm telling you. You would not believe it. They would not do the story because no, they are not. They would not do the story because they they are they are against us because they are liberal media. Yeah, if I go to Fox, they will do the story. I don't want to go to Fox. How does how does someone do that and honestly live with themselves? This is Stephanie Winston Wolkoff, a former friend. She worked with the first lady in the White House. Can you imagine betraying someone that badly and not caring? Can you imagine how alone these people are? No. And she's, she was obviously planning for it for a long time, for years. For years she was planning it. Because otherwise, what are you doing recording all these conversations? I think she says she did it for her protection. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. For her protection on what? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Her protection on what? Worried about the Christmas decoration scandal of, <laughs> of uh, you know, the great Christmas scandal of 16? No. I, 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 these people are evil. They really are. And I've tried to swear that word off, but I'm telling you. They are telling you. Uh, let, me, let me give you... Um, let me give you this. I'm going to talk about this next hour. But here's the former Twitter uh, CEO. He tweeted um, in a discussion um, uh, with the CEO about cryptocurrency Coinbase. Coinbase has decided they're not going to promote political activism and social justice within the company. He said, we don't engage here with issues that are unrelated to our core mission because we believe impact only comes with focus. Discussing politics uh, doesn't provide focus. We don't advocate for any particular cause or candidates internally that are unrelated to our mission because it's a distraction from our mission. Even if we all agree on something, we may not all agree on the solution. So the former CEO of Twitter says this isn't great leadership. This is abdication of leadership. It's the equivalent of telling your employees to shut up and dribble. He said the Me Too capitalists will be the first lined up against the wall and shot in the revolution. By the way, uh, it's still up. Twitter doesn't have a problem with that one. That's still up. I'm telling you, these people are serious. This has been a hijack of the Democratic Party. And if you think that these words mean nothing, you're wrong. You always take people at the... Oh, my gosh. I am living through 1999 again. My wife said to me last night, Honey, I think you've done your job. You have warned from the beginning because i it's here pat everything everything you and i mm-hmm. researched and did it's all here it's right now yeah and my wife said to me last night no more warnings you don't have to do that anymore you've already done it those who heard it heard it 
What are you doing? And I will tell you, I, uh, I mean, I, I started in 1999 on Osama bin Laden. And I read his manifesto. And I said, there will be blood, bodies, and buildings in the streets of New York, and it will have his name on it. Will you then pay attention to people who say they want to kill you? You always take people at their word when they're saying crazy stuff like, I think we should kill all the Jews. You take that seriously. When people say they're coming for capitalists, when they say they're going to be the first to be lined up against the wall and shot in the revolution, don't say, what revolution? Open your eyes and see we're on the doorstep of it and take these people at their word. This is not the Democratic Party anymore. This is the revolutionary party of Marx. And and Joe Biden is nothing more than literally a meat puppet. If you think he's going to keep these people at bay, you're mistaken. If you think he's actually calling the shots, you're mistaken. And if you think Kamala is calling, who called the shots for Barack Obama? Because remember, he was a big Marxist, right? He was a big Marxist. Why wasn't he popular in his second term with all those Marxists? Because they couldn't get people out of the way. They couldn't get the Clinton people out of the way. Well, the Clinton people are all out of the way now. Barack Obama was not calling the shots. All of those, all of those Marxist ideas, those were all done in committee rooms. They had all been done long before. They, it's just like the Patriot Act. The Patriot Act was written in the 90s. It had been proposed already in Congress and it was rejected. They dusted it off. These are well-laid plans to overthrow our government. And it is all going to ride on whether or not there's a landslide on election night. And even then, as I showed you in their own words yesterday, please read. Please go to the original source. I have it on my front page at glenbeck.com. Read the Transition um, uh, Integrity Project Executive Summary. That's on the front page of my website. It's in their own words, all funded by George Soros. There is, they are planning riots in the streets, even if there is a landslide. This is serious. And our last call... You have to inform everyone you know, and you must go out and vote. Everyone must go out and vote. Or we just don't have a chance of saving the republic. If you didn't already know this, it is time to realize that AARP is not your friend. More importantly, and a lot of people don't know this either, it's not the only choice you have. May I suggest you check out AMAC. AMAC stands for the Association of Mature American Citizens. Better yet, it stands for 
your values, your principles. It's not only a better choice than AARP, it's the best choice. When you get AMAC, you're going to get discounts on your car insurance, hotels, roadside assistance, dental plans, even cell phone service options that you might not otherwise have. And they have so many other benefits that you should check into. But the real secret here is you belong to an organization that fights for your values and stands up for your God-given freedoms, things like freedom of speech and the right to bear arms. Stand with AMAC as they stand and fight the good fight for all of us. Become a member today the benefits are great but the cause is greater join now at amac.us slash beck that's amac.us slash beck amac is better better for you better for america the best of the glenn beck program It's been a long time since we talked. Good. Hey, Good. I have a different take on this uh, on this tape that uh-huh. came out with the first lady. Um, I I think it demonstrates how tight they are as a couple, how strong they are together. I think it really demonstrates that she is part of the part of the team and part of the part of the work. And it reinforces my belief that basically everyone's out to get them. I think you ought to play it over and over. Yeah, I think it is. I think it actually does the the opposite of what uh, people on the left think it does. Um, in fact, let, let's play a little bit of, of that uh, tape. This was recorded by a so-called friend, uh, now a former friend of the First Lady, when the First Lady is reaching out to... Try to talk to somebody about the frustrations of being the first lady. Listen. He said I'm, I'm complicit. I'm the same like him. I support him. I don't no. say enough. I don't do enough. No. It's, where, it's, where I am, I put the. I'm working like a ass. My ass. I, I know. Christmas stuff that you know. Who gives a f- about Christmas stuff and decoration? But I need to do it, right? Yeah, but a hundred percent. You have and no then, choice. And okay, and then I do it, and I say that I'm working on Christmas uh, planning for the Christmas, and they said, "Oh, what about the children that they were separated? Give me a break!" The, uh, where, where they were saying anything when Obama did that? I know. Do, do, I cannot go. I I was trying to get the the kid reunited with the mom. I, I, I didn't have a chance. Needs to go through the process and through the law. But here's my thing. You hear what you just said? But instead of that, if, if you just, your messaging, you, you were so loved. You they were. would not do the story. We put it out. They would not do the story. Listen to that I'm anguish. They would not believe it. They would not do the story because no, they don't. are not, they would not do the story because they, they are. They are against us because they are liberal media. Yeah, if I go to Fox, they will do the story. I don't want to go to Fox. Listen to the anguish that she is in. And this so-called friend is taping it to write a book. And now she comes out. And Anderson Cooper last night, you should be ashamed of yourself, Anderson. Ashamed of yourself. Um, he, he comes out last night and says, well, you want to talk about a war on Christmas? How about that? That's not what she's saying. I mean, how much more context do you need? She's not saying nobody cares about Christmas. She's saying with all of the things that are going on, I'm doing this because I'm told I need to do this. So I do this. And when I do it, 
They don't care. They ask me about the children. And in the grand scheme of things, who cares about stupid decorations in the White House? And she's right. And she's right. I, I cannot imagine what it must feel like, how alone they must be. The more I look into what is going on in the deep state, I am telling you, that man is surrounded. He is surrounded. He is lucky he has his children that he can depend on. Because I, don't, I wouldn't trust a single person in the White House. I wouldn't trust a single general. I wouldn't trust anyone at this point. Well, they've all proven he can't right. trust anybody but his family. Right. And you know why? It's not because he's so unhinged. It's because he doesn't want to do it the way the state wants it done. That's why. You want an end to all of this nightmare of this government where you're just voting and they just do whatever the hell they want. If you want an end to that, he's probably the only guy that can end it because he doesn't give a flying crap. I mean, everything I thought was bad about Donald Trump has turned out to be a blessing for these times. He is. I can't believe I'm saying this. But the right guy for the job because nothing scares him. Nothing stops him. He's not beholden to anybody. He doesn't, he, he's, he doesn't listen to all of the advisors who say, no, Mr. President, this is going to make the Middle East much, much worse. That doesn't make sense to me. We're doing it. That's what you need. And that's why they're against him. And I, I feel horrible i said this during the the republican election or the convention that i feel horrible about the things that i said about donald trump because many of them were wrong i feel justified at the time to say them but they've turned out to be wrong and i can't imagine what it has felt like to his children he's he's teflon he gets over things but his children, I've apologized to. That family is under attack like nobody's business. All of them. And now to have a former friend who you're calling and reaching, listen to the anguish. It's despicable. These people, they're reprehensible. It doesn't matter. There is no common decency. Where does that come from? If that's who we are, if that's the way you want to deal, I don't want to be a part of your society or your America. I don't. I mean, things that have always made sense to me, but are taking on new meaning. As for my house, I know who we serve. I, I mean, I am... I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm never going to shut up. I'm never going to raise the white flag. I, I, I will not be a party to this. And I'm telling you, I, and I, I, look, I am last person you need to come to for advice on anything, anything except how to lose money and screw things up. If you need advice on that, I can help you like crazy. So don't come to me for advice on anything. 
But I have to tell you, my personal feeling is there. We have I think we as Christians have been misled on thinking that there's some sort of a chip that is coming our way. That we think the uh, the mark of the beast is going to be a chip. It's not. I don't think it is. I think it is in your hand or on your forehead. It is what you think and what you do and build with your hands. It's what you create and think. And you can see it in people. You can see it right now. You can see the difference between people who get it and don't. The people who are, and it's going to get darker and darker and darker. And I think you're going, it's going to be like a mark. I think you're going to be able to see it. Those with eyes and ears, you will see the mark of the beast and you will see the mark of Christ. And if you don't take the mark of the beast, you're not going to be able to work. Well, what happens if they take over and I say, I'm not saying any of those things. Do you think I'm going to have a job? Do you think you're going to have a job unless you play along? Do you think you're going to be able to school to go to school? Your children will be able to go to school if you teach them something that the state says not to. You're going to be labeled a racist. How about if you just decide I'm not taking your vaccine? I might take it in a year from now, but I'm not taking your vaccine. You think you're going to be able to do business? Let's say you're a gun owner, a gun store owner. And you're trying to sell guns. This is already happening. If you're selling guns in New York, you have a chance that you are not allowed to use any banking services for any bank. You're not allowed to get insurance. You can't function. You're a non-person. Well, that sounds an awful lot like the mark of the beast if you don't take it. Maybe it's a chip. We've always thought it was. But I got to tell you, you're, you're, in, you're in serious risk. I think all of us are. I think about this all the time now. Geez, what am I willing to say? What am I not willing to say? Because if there's a chance that that is the mark, I don't want to be involved in any of it. I, I can't remain silent. I can't play along. And if it means that my family and I, we just, we're hobos, God will provide. And I think we're all going to get down to that. And I feel compelled to remind you of something I said earlier today. Dietrich Bonhoeffer. Silence in the face of evil is evil itself. We are not fighting a battle with men. We are fighting a battle, a spiritual battle of darkness. And the only weapon that will work is spiritual weapons. You need to put on the armor of God to be able to fight this battle. But make no mistake, we are facing evil right now. Anything that takes the choice, the free will of people and grinds it down 
is not only everything this country stands against. It is everything that God himself stands against. Freedom. Individuality. The right to worship him the way you see fit. The right to speak your mind. The right to carry on your life as you see fit. Anything that stands in the way of that is evil. And it is about time we start hearing those preachers in our pulpits. It's about time for all the people who don't believe in God to find your own way of saying that to people. Because no matter what the framework is around it, it is absolutely true. Whether you define evil as a spiritual entity or you define evil as just the mass holocaust that comes every single time Marxism is tried. Call it what you want. But it is not good. This is the best of the Glenn Beck program. I want to talk to uh, Dr. Richard Bartlett here real quick, uh, because he is the guy who made sure that I remained covid free when everyone in my family had it. And he cured my wife quickly. He's the guy who actually uh, d- discovered or, or first started using. Um, uh, I can't remember. What's the steroid that you breathe into your lungs, Doc? Uh, hey, Glenn. Hey, um, thank you for letting me join you. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah budesonide. Budesonide. Uh, the inhaled steroid. Yes. B-U-D-E-S-O-N-I-D-E. Works.com <laughs> yeah. is the website, but it's uh, saving lives. And and, uh, and so what is So the president and the first lady are asymptomatic. Wonderful. What should they do? So... Uh, this medicine is being used prophylactically, preventively for asthma, which is an inflammatory lung disease. And that's an option. But also, uh, I can tell you what the dental schools are doing uh, to keep, uh, keep from having an outbreak of COVID on their staff and close the dental schools. They're having everyone use, use mouthwash before they work on them. And I think that's a common sense uh, approach. It, it kills viruses. But... Uh, also, something that's also uh, a preventive measure is the inhaled steroids like budesonide come in as a nose spray. Uh, Rhinocort nose spray generic is budesonide, and we know that these steroids decrease the receptors for the virus to bind to. And that's the theory why children are less at risk with COVID. They have less of these receptors for the virus to latch onto hmm. and cause trouble. So you become more protected like a child with the Steroid, either as a breathing treatment like you used and your wife used, or as a nose spray, which is over the counter. So, uh, what do you expect to happen with the president? Amy, he has symptom free, she's symptom free, but they have it. What does that mean? Oh, you know, 99% chance of both of them recovering entirely. Uh, I think uh, our country is going to celebrate that our president is strong physically as well as morally and um, that he is going to lead our nation the next four years, uh, and uh, that, he'll, that he won't even miss a beat. Okay, good. Thank you very much, Doctor. Appreciate it. Dr. Bartlett, who is a guy here in Texas, uh, helped me, and uh, is the first guy to say, inhale the steroids, inhale the steroids, which is now being used 
uh, everywhere. Da, 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 da.